0: I guess you could say art is my religion, and to use my gifts is my gift back to the creators. Same person? I still feel like that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's interesting looking at that, because if I got, like, a little snatch, I could look like that again. You know that, right?
1: I, I know that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't even think you need an adjustment. It's you. I'm good. Yeah. You know? So when you look at that, and you see what you're doing now, uh, you charted your own path. Then in COVID, you stood up your own concert streaming. Yeah. Uh, you got this cannabis accessory line, and now new, you have your own cannabis with uh, cookies. Yeah. So how does that work for you? Have you tried it? What are the results?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm super excited about that. That's a long time coming. Uh, a friend, Kumail, gave me uh, the energy to do it. Mm-hmm. you know and and I waited for a little while and when I was ready I told Burner I'm ready now because I wanted to do a, re- a little research because I wanted some purpose in the whole thing
1: yeah Berner's a sort of businessman and artist rapper who's involved
0: that's correct Burner is the owner of the cookies franchise the the biggest growing uh franchise for legalized cannabis in the world right now so yeah, he's a perfect person to meet and be influenced by because he was a good teacher, he's a good friend, he was the plug, he gave me all of the information I needed and I found my my space, my place, my interest is women's uh, studies and cannabis because I use it in my,
1: my work. Well, what does purpose mean in this line?
0: Purpose in this line for me is to uh, continue that conversation about women's health in the cannabinoid world Mm -hmm. to uh, break some of the taboos and to start a new dialogue about what cannabis means in our world and in our bodies, and our lives. I use cannabis a lot in my work as a doula. Mm -hmm. And as a doula, I help babies come into the world and I also sit at the bed, the rest bed where people pass on and cannabis is a really big Uh, plant medicine that we use in in there. And um, I serve it as tea a lot. Okay. So, when I thought about the packaging for that Badu with cookies, I thought about this Persian oriental look of of porcelain and, and blue flowers. So, the packaging looks like that. And I just collect things that look like that now. It's like my new thing. Huh. You know, I, I collect pieces of broken pieces of art. There's a story there and there's beauty in it.
1: And we've all lived through this sort of shift in part yeah. of the war on drugs where you still got people in prisons. Oh yeah. For marijuana related offenses, etc., right. while we're shifting out to actually do some of this business. And it's all its all in flux. Uh, what does it mean to you to have people from communities that, that traditionally have been targeted uh, and over-incarcerated as compared to, like, white users of the same drug back when, he, when it was more criminalized?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it should be legalized. And, you know, I don't like to give a lot of political opinions. I've learned my lesson with that. <laughs> but what we do know is that there are a lot of people in jail who are very intelligent alchemists who can change chemicals into other things and properties. I believe that uh, legalizing marijuana would be one of the best things to happen for our community, because we're not the people bringing it into the community in the first place. Mm -hmm. But we're taking the rap for it, and yeah. yeah. In Texas, specifically, I would like to spearhead the campaign to legalize marijuana. For many reasons. Yeah. One is the mass incarceration. Um, The other reason is because I want, it's over, marijuana is overshadowed or the use of marijuana is overshadowed by the commercial use and the medicinal use of the herb is kind of being, you know, covered over by the
1: commercial use. Yeah. You said you learned your lesson on politics, maybe we'll come back to that. (laughs)
2: I'm back, and it has been well over a month since the last time I have recorded Popica Infuse. But let me tell you, through every shit storm is born a
3: rainbow,
2: and this Sagittarius is back. It's gonna take a lot more than that to keep me down. So. In this episode, I'm going to be telling you a little story about a girl versus the world. Also, we're going to be talking about Miss Erica Badu and what she's doing bringing some Baduism to the cannabis industry. Also, 420 is fast approaching and i have the event that i'm doing in jersey and it is gonna be a extravaganza yes it is so join me this saturday april the 8th at 7 30 p.m eastern time on the next episode of podca Infuse.
3: Is it gonna clear up put on a happy face brush off the clouds and cheer up put on a happy face take off the gloomy mask tragedy it's not your style you look so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile Ooh. take out the pleasant outlook stick out that noble chin wipe out Slap on a happy grin and spread sunshine all over the place. (laughs) Put on a happy face. (laughs) Hi.
2: And welcome, welcome, welcome to Potheca Infused. It is yours truly. Marissa Kay and I am finally back. I am finally back. It has been more than a month. There's been a shitstorm. There's born a rainbow. And I'm back. So, let me tell you. It all started with there being a security situation, my job and from my wonderful blissful work from home situation being infiltrated and me being sent back to the office amongst other co-workers they're equally pissed off and everybody's life in a disarray Off of a Saturday night phone call saying, have your asses back in the office on Monday after you've been home, not wearing a bra, not wearing shoes for three years. So let me tell you people, I have been angry. I have been sad. There has been crying my office when you have not been around mofos for a few years and you get forced just to be around a plethora of energy all at one time listen everybody is feeling a little bipolar anxiety ridden upset favoritism why is this person still at home why am i here that listen it's been such an adjustment phase then On top of that, God bless his heart, and, you know, there is a God because he's still here with us. And that is my son, Ryder, okay? And um, I'm sure we'll talk about him along the way because he's a character. But, and, and it's my fault because I said he was never, ever, 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 ever touching my laptop again, and I let him touch it and he broke it and it's not the first time he broke it it's the second time he broke it and I didn't fucking like the chrome thing anyway I don't like chrome you know I have to do too many things and chrome just does not let me freestyle um like I feel as though a computer should okay I'm a little bit techie and I do shit with a computer and Chrome be having you like in a box so I wasn't feeling it anyway. So I had a computer built. Yes and it is beautiful. She glows magenta. She has an awesome video card and let me tell you that is compliments of my uncle Lord Pope. He is a genius. He built my son's computer. He built He built computers for all of his nieces and nephews is what he did. He did it for Christmas and has been doing it um, throughout uh, Christmas and the beginning of the year and delivering everyone computers. So since he was giving computers to the kids, mine's blue. I said, hey, can we strike a deal? I paid him the niece's amount and he blessed me with a wonderful piece of machinery and I can I can tell the quality I'm happy so like I said through a shit storm is born a rainbow and I went from the laptop to now a piece of machinery that can handle everything that I needed to handle so from editing to my graphics to all of the creative things that I love to do, that I will be doing and have been doing for Pathika. So oh, let me tell you, let me tell you, it was crazy. It was so crazy. But you know, I have a Sagittarius spirit. I don't give up. I am extremely optimistic to the point of I just truly believe that if i believe that things will happen and um i so far so good you know my boss said to me today uh, we were doing a, a month review um in my profession that is what we do we do month reviews and um to because we have quotas to meet and i um we are clocked on these things but for the good you know i will talk collections too probably one day but it is a very difficult industry to maneuver through and to be successful and it's not for everybody it requires a lot of negotiations it requires a lot of goals to be met Um, it requires for you to be very strategic uh, very customer service oriented it requires you to listen to people and to be empathetic in order to be successful so and for you to be knowledgeable about what's going on in these streets when it comes down to credit and the laws and things so it's a very you know I think sometimes I take it for granted that it's something that I've grandfathered kind of through because I've, I've, I've been doing it since I was in high school so maybe sometimes I take for granted that it is what I do but It's a cool job. It allows me to be passionate about things like this, like I've said before. But my boss was talking to me today, and he was like, how do you do it? He was like, we were going over a month review, and I'm like, yo, tell me what I need to do. I need to get this up, I need to get that up. I did that, I did that, I did that. What's the next goal? Where are we going strategy-wise? You know, we having this conversation and he didn't have to make a comment like because me and him have known each other for a couple of decades now, my boss. So he was like, how do you do it? You know, you're here doing 50 hours a week in the office doing that kind of work since we've been deployed back. You know, I'm hybrid now back home, you know, half and half. But I was doing through that whole ordeal doing 50 hours a week approximately in office and still coming home tackling shit because I got the 420 event coming up. I got to post content. I'm fasting. I'm exercising to, you know, and doing my yoga and stretching, trying to keep my body fit and healthy and really, you know, living and practicing what I'm going to be preaching because I don't want to be out here, you know, not being a person that doesn't uh, that doesn't practice what I preach. So there's just some fine-tuning that I'm doing on my end um, in regards to things that I'm conquering, health goals. So things have been so complicated um, because of the pivot that I want to make. You know, the pivot that I want to make in the cannabis industry and i was so blessed you know because i have been really asking for discernment when it comes down to the cannabis industry because i have a heart even when it came down to my baking you know because i'm a health nut i like to eat very anybody that knows me knows i cook but i cook healthy i eat a lot of vegetables Almost to the point of being a vegetarian. I will eat meat. I'm not against any cut or type of meat. I eat it all. But I don't eat a lot of meat. I'm a kind of person I'm okay with eating meat one time a week. I'm, I'm fine with that. A nice meat on Sunday. Um, I, I have a, a nice duality. A nice balance to me when it comes to things. I'm not a full vegetarian um but i will say i'm kind of veering on an 80 20 80 percent vegetables and healthy things raw stuff and then like i said to get an occasional kick of protein or those extra vitamins then i'll eat a good cut of meat not you know ground beefs and stuff like that. I try to steer away from those kind of things now. So as the more that I'm diving into culinary art, because to me, I, I'm surpassing just being a home cook, um, I'm veering out into deeper waters now and um, fine tuning things and seeking additional knowledge. You know, because when this all first started out, it was fun and games. It was me doing edibles and and baking brownies and oatmeal cream pies. And I still love these delicious treats. I still eat sweets too, even in moderation. Of course, I still indulge, but I didn't want that to be what I was pushing to people. And as I started to dive deeper into the cannabis industry and learn more in regards to the medicinal parts, learning more in regards to the industrial aspects of cannabis and and finding out all of those wonderful, wonderful earth saving opportunities that lie there. You know, in that part, the textile, buildings you name it on that end and then you got cbd which is in a whole lane of its own when it comes down to nutrients and those wonderful benefits that you get from that that have absolutely nothing to do with getting high that's antioxidant heaven over there in the cbd lane and we know we need all of that to fight these free radicals out here so in me starting to learn this, learning about the medicinal qualities and hemp seed, really starting to break down this plant and start looking at it beyond all the fluff that's been pushed down our throats regarding the recreational. It's got everybody blinded, even in the legalization. It has everybody blinded by the recreational that nobody can even see clear to how much of a healing aspect this plant has. And we haven't even spoken now on the THC aspects of it. Come on, fighting pain and all of these things. These these things really do have the capabilities of reversing a lot of the things that we deal with down to fucking dry skin. Come on now. Down to fucking dry skin. Down from, to, from inflammation to dry damn skin. Come on. You know? It's, I mean, seriously. So, I was very blessed to run across... The interview with Ari and Erica Badu, and she begins. And mind you, this was a I listen. I fuck with Erica Badu. I love her. I love her. I I, I love. It. I think she's beautiful. I love her music. It be like Erica Badu Sunday. She popping off in my house. I love her. So for me to catch this interview with her talking about her line of uh, cannabis that she has coming out that is more focused on the uh, feminine aspect uh, of the body and and the sexual uh, organs and dealing in that with childbirth and with helping people who are um, on their deathbed transition and to make them more comfortable so she has a whole line that's uh coming up because i believe and i'm sorry if i, I be, if i'm messing up the word but a medulla she's uh, a doula so she helps in childbirth so and i have heard these things about her before but to see that she is bringing that ancient remedy back into these situations that work so much better than all of these other things that are pushed on us so she's definitely as she said it wants to spearhead a legalization of marijuana in Texas where she is from because she's concerned about the incarceration of our people you know, um, and I know as <laughs> as a uh, male sapien as I might sound, some of the times I'm not. You know, uh, I'm half Puerto Rican. Uh, that's my dad, and my mom is black. You know, so I'm 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 dipped all in it in in, in that ethnicity, and I'm from Philadelphia. So I mean, come on, <laughs> and so. I um was honored to listen to this interview of Erica Badu talking about cannabis and she made a remark that I mean it was exactly how I felt exactly how I felt about the cannabis industry and the recreational overshadowing overshadowing the medicinal and it came to a a, a part where I felt like I almost, you know, and I love weed humor and this is about comedy and this is about the fun and I want to make it fun and I want to make it to make it educational, but I don't want to make it so fun and so crazy where it takes away from the seriousness of how much this can help you know how much you can help people who are fighting cancer who are in chemotherapy for preventative maintenance if you've already had cancer in your in inter- remission and just for somebody like me i do not have any health issues like that but i suffered from intense inflammation, and it made impossible, made it impossible for me to regain flexibility in my neck after I had two discs replaced in my neck. So, through the CBD and through me ingesting the THC oils, me rubbing my body down and uh, my THC and cbd blend has brought the inflammation down it's to the point now where i can see the veins in my feet and and my bones and my hands because there's no inflammation there and that little overcast of swelling that's all over your body that just makes you just look that little bit of you know fluff that you can tell is that underlying inflammation that's there. No. And I just look down and I'm so amazed at uh, some of the results that I have been getting, reversing a lot of the damage that I put on myself out here in these streets, doing drugs, drinking, partying, living a hard lifestyle. And I can see Through a lot of the things that I'm doing and incorporating my body, me reversing things naturally, you know, it's not as easy of a fix as taking a narcotic or things that are going to hurt you. But if you do it the right way and you're consistent with it, you definitely see a difference there's a difference in my anxiety and I was being rushed back and forth to the hospital. You know? So I am so glad that I'm able to capture and share these kind of interviews and this kind of information with people. And you know, that was Miss Erica Badu talking about how she feels, about what she's doing, Now that she has combined forces with that lovely gentleman from Cookies. We all know and love the Cookies brand. So she has joined forces with him to release her new line. And I am very excited about it. So now we are going to be moving on. And I know y'all miss, miss, miss. My recipe portion. And let me tell you, I have been waiting. Let me, I worked so hard on this recipe. I really did. I worked so hard on this recipe and it was a star. I mean, I, I can't wait. I'm telling you, I am up in the process of putting all of my shows together and putting the recipe portions of the show and doing that with my footage so i have the recipe portion from the shows and i have the video footage of me actually making these recipes and i'm going to be combining them together and i'll be putting them on uh, apotheca.com and i will be sharing them on my social media um, and i will be of course uploading these videos to my youtube channel so i worked on this and this is going to come into um play with what we're going to talk about after the recipe portion because i'm going to tell you a little bit of a story okay a little short story but it's going to be wonderful but it's absolutely befitting because these streets is hard and as erica badu was talking about uh the streets You know, incarceration, everybody, you know, the the incarceration rate in, in regards to all of the people locked up over marijuana. When we talk about all the medicinal benefits, I mean, we have been beaten down. Okay, so when you're beaten down, that's kind of black and blue. I know it's corny, but that's what we're making today. Black and blue chips. Oh, my goodness. These are going to be homemade kettle chips with uh, filet mignon and a gorgonzola sauce. Mm, 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 with green onions and diced tomatoes on top. Oh, let me tell you something. This is something special. And I am sure it is going to be the winning appetizer when I open up my restaurant, Pothika Infused. So without further ado, let's jump to the recipe portion of Pothika Infused. So, it is time for the recipe portion of Pothika Infused. Now, you know, I don't mean to discriminate on my own show, but I do love this part. It is my thing. You know, it's all about the food when it comes down to it with me. So, let's dive into this recipe. We are going to be doing black and blue Now let me tell you, this is a star appetizer. I mean, when I made this, I made it two ways. I made it infused and I made it not infused, virgin. And both were a slam dunk. My boys enjoyed it and then my boys enjoyed it. So let's dive into this recipe and everything that you are going to need to pull it off. So we're going to be making some homemade made kettle chips so you are going to need that dutch oven you're going to need your dutch oven your cast iron pan you are going to need your chicken frying pan break that thing out you're going to need that and four cups of vegetable oil you're going to need four russet potatoes I suggest that you peel them for even cooking temperatures so peel your russet potatoes four of them get you some nice cold ice water out of the freezer ice water because we're going to be putting them in the inside of the ice water. You're also going to need a mandalay so you're going to be needing a mandalay for this because we're going to be putting it on the number one setting to slice these potatoes we're going to need a Absolutely uniform, thin cut on all of these potatoes, people. What have we vowed to do? Not fuck it up. We need even uniformed potato slices. Don't mess this up, people. Fresh potato chips, you will be the prize of your family. They will worship you. They will come to your house every Thanksgiving, they'll be seeking you out. Trust me when I tell you this. So we're not gonna mess this up. Four russet potatoes, slice them with the mandalay. That's gonna be our potato chips right then and there. You know, get yourself some good quality sea salt because we are gonna salt these chips when they come out of the fryer. And if you like some fresh cracked pepper on it, The world is yours. Come on, let's get it. So in order to make our sauce, we are going to need one and a half cups plus a half cup because we're going to be infusing. So keep in mind, we're gonna be infusing the heavy cream. So we're going to start out with two cups. It's going to reduce down to one and a half. So we're going to do two cups of cream with seven grams of flour. And we're going to let that brew. We're going to let that thing slow, slow brew on the slowest brew for an hour. If you want to watch it after that hour and press it for a little bit of extra flavor of flour in that, then go ahead. But we're going to go ahead and just... Let that thing go for about an hour and infuse it with the seven grams of flour, which is going to reduce it down to about, we're going to use one and a half cups when we're done. So one and a half cups of that infused heavy cream. We're going to do one cup of gorgonzola cheese. We're going to do some garlic, salt, pepper, and a dash of cayenne for a little kick to taste. All right. We're going to be kneading ourselves about two tablespoons of olive oil. We're gonna use a quarter cup of white wine, cheap wine, supermarket wine, leftover wine. We're gonna be doing that. And we're gonna need ourselves a half of an onion diced finely okay we don't want no big-ass huge onions in this so you're gonna dice those things really nice and fine okay we're gonna need one pound of a good cut of meat we're either gonna be using some fillet some top or we're gonna be using some ribeye and we're gonna be doing these into some small cubes like fondue portions on this is what we're gonna do so they're gonna be small because we're just gonna sear these things up really quickly and then move on from there. So work with me here people work with me so we're gonna go over and we're also gonna need our frying pan so we're gonna need a frying pan so that we can do this sauce and then we're gonna need that deep Dutch oven or cast iron to fry the potato chips okay so two pans but trust me people it's not as complicated once you're in it and you get through these potatoes you're winning the thing about this recipe is this The potatoes, after you slice them, must soak in ice water for 30 minutes at least. If you wanna let them hang out a little bit longer, then that, then that is perfectly fine to do that, but they must at least soak 30 minutes, and then you must make yourself a paper towel blanket on some surface, the table, your counter, and then you have to lay each one of these potatoes out, okay? You're gonna lay them out individually and then dry them on the top with another paper towel, flip them over, Dry, you want to make sure the potatoes are dry after they've soaked in the ice water. So once you soak and you've dried and you, you slice soaked and dried all of your potatoes, then you can go ahead and set them to the side and you are already either gonna have your oil preheated because you already started it, you know, but these potatoes took a while. So in the midst of that, you're gonna, of course, preheat your oil. Your oil wants to be at a 350. Another thing when you're making potato chips, you want to let the oil rest in between you loading on another batch so it can get back up to 350 temperature. So you want to hold off for like three minutes, let that temperature build back up. Another thing with potato chips, there's a lot of water. You do not want to put a large portion, a nice full handful of the potatoes thrown in the pot at a time is perfect. You do not want to overdo it because there's going to be a lot of bubbles that are going to come to the top for about 30 seconds and then they're going to settle back down. Okay. You will know when your potato chips are complete because you'll start to kind of crisp together and quack together. You'll hear them begin to get crunchy. You will remove them. You will immediately salt them. Repeat. That's it. Repeat, okay? So now, we're gonna go ahead and get our chips done focus on your chips focus on your chips salt them put them on the table on paper towels if you have a drying rack you can use a drying rack but let me tell you people use the things that are around your house we are no strangers to making do when we don't have you can find a way to dry the chips the same way as you would dry bacon after frying it or your chicken but you are going to need them to dry for a couple of minutes and then load them all into a bowl as you're done salting them and as they cool off a little bit next we're gonna go ahead and make this sauce so once you've done making all of your potato chips now we're going to move over to the sauce because this sauce is not going to take long at all okay those cuts of meat are already done small the onions are diced Your uh, gorgonzola is crumbled, and you want a very hot pan when you begin to do this, okay? So we want a very, very hot pan. And I'm gonna give you a hack on the gorgonzola. Gorgonzola blue cheese can be very sticky and bind together. So if you didn't already buy the gorgonzola crumbled, then you can go ahead, stick it in the freezer, for about 10 minutes, and then it'll crumble perfectly so that you can have it crumbled as you add it to your dishes. So we're gonna put like a little pinch of the gorgonzola to the side, or if you've reserved some and you just want extra gorgonzola like I would do, then feel free to do that, okay? But we're going to garnish at the end with some gorgonzola, some green onions, and some diced tomatoes on top once it's all done. Ooh, so delicious. So let's go ahead and get started on this sauce. So what we're going to do first is we're going to put those two tablespoons of oil inside of the pan, okay? I'm going to add those two tablespoons of oil, and we're going to go ahead and drop that meat in that hot pan and let it sizzle away. You're going to let it go for about 30 seconds, and you're going to drop the onions in there, and you're going to let them go too. Now mind you, these onions are going to be diced really fine, so they are going to cook down so fast. So as soon as you begin to start getting a nice, glaze this is only going to cook for about two minutes until those onions begin to caramelize once you've seen that they begin to caramelize then you are going to go ahead and hit that pan with the white wine and you are going to deglaze all of those goodies that are in the pan. Oh, yes, you are. Now, mind you, we're not going to need a lot of seasoning. You do want to salt and pepper your meat as when you come in, hit it with a dash of salt and pepper just to get it going on the fire. But there's a lot of salt and flavor in the gorgonzola and we're going to hit it with that garlic and the cayenne and some additional pepper to taste and some salt, if needed, at the end. So as you are deglazing that pan, you are now going to go ahead and add in that can of heavy cream. Whoo! So we're gonna add in that can of heavy cream and we are gonna go ahead and let it do its thing and start to reduce and let all of those flavors incorporate and combine together to create some goodness. And we are then gonna go ahead and add that garlic, that pepper, that dash of cayenne in there to get it a little bit of kick. And then as it begins reducing over the next few minutes and incorporating for for about five minutes, you are going to go ahead and add in your gorgonzola. And you're going to let that gorgonzola melt in there. And you're going to whisk it in. And it's going to melt so beautifully. When you're done, you're going to pour all of this and ladle it on top of the chips. You are going to garnish it with those tomatoes the green onions, yes you are, and you're gonna give it a little crumble of the gorgonzola, and let me tell you, black and blue chips will be the talk of the town. And of course, the Apotheca black and blue infused chips. Mm, I can't wait, I can't wait. I know you guys are looking forward to it. So, there we go. There was another recipe. We are officially back. Thank you for joining me on another recipe portion of Pothica and Fuse. another show down and you know when once you know I start talking and it's about my passion it all just comes out it was so hard getting back the wheels going getting the new equipment going I mean oh I me trying to get everything together for the 420 event Let me tell you, it has always been girl against the world. Let me tell y'all a little bit of story. And this is some real shit on why I do this. I mean, I don't put it out there and publicize it. I don't be like 90 days sober, a year clean. I mean, I have a different philosophy that I go by. In regards to healing, I'm not a huge fan of the NA meetings and things of that nature. I've gone to them, you know, but to me, I believe that those are the beginning steps. And then you must let that be part of your past and you must create your future. And you can't bring that shit with you, you know. So after a while, that shit is not healthy, in my personal opinion. Um, However... I was always very much a learner, mentally gifted growing up, very adventurous, sometimes not in a good way. (laughs) Um, But uh, along the way, I was in a motorcycle accident, a very bad motorcycle accident. On the infamous Roosevelt Boulevard here in Philadelphia when I was 18 and when I was 18 years old and this is in 1998 when nobody was talking about um, the addiction of narcotics nobody was aware of what Percocets did and how harmful there was it wasn't a discussion so when I was in my motorcycle accident, and it took me forever to heal, forever to walk, forever to be able to just get around again. I was hurt. I somehow, and that's a topic for another day, was considered to be a miracle because I didn't have a helmet on. I was on my way to go get a helmet, and I didn't have it on. I was going to get my helmet and my jacket and the bike locked up threw me off of it and I flew for a thousand feet onto Roosevelt Boulevard and did not have any head injury didn't break any bones walked away with nothing more than severe burns that miraculously cleared up without skin graft and they were wondering how that happened too so this is a real story So I ended up hooked on Percocets pretty bad when I was younger and used cocaine to get off the Percocets, used pills to get off the cocaine, used alcohol to get off the pills, and then just said, fuck it, and was like, let's do crack. (laughs) And it just started this not so good path in a life of somebody that was on the path of doing a lot of great things. Um, I was doing music, writing, and that unfortunate incident that evening sent me on a downward spiral. Um, It wasn't all bad all the time because I'm a very hard worker, always was, and was very determined for that not to be the end all say all of me. But through years of reckless behavior, fights, anybody knows me knows that I've been in so many fights. If you tried to punch me, I probably wouldn't blink and I will probably win after you landed one hit. But I don't do that no more because, like I said, I had surgery on my neck, and we can't be doing that. But I would run up one side of your ass and come down on the other, facts be told, if anybody told stories of me. But that was the kind of life I was living. I was reckless. I was balls against the wall. I was doing music. I was falling off motorcycles. I mean, and I wrecked my body. I wrecked my body, and my body was pain ridden after i got clean um and i could feel it i could feel the inflammation it took forever for my uh my stomach to get back right and not just drug abuse but there's a lot of us that overindulge in foods alcohol you know sugar There's a lot of things nowadays that, now that they have the education, that can make your brain waves and make your body function on the same pattern as if you was doing cocaine, too much sugar. So there's so many things that affect us. And after I had my neck surgery and I was in so much pain, And I was determined not to get hooked on Percocets again. And that was the birth of something beautiful. And now that I have learned the things that I've learned about cannabis to the point now that I have such a respect for it that sometimes the jokes and the comedy... You know, I have to take with good grace because I'm beginning to become serious about this thing because I can see the benefits in it. And for those people who are just not like your stone or smoking it down and just love your weed that are skeptical and they have question marks, you know, I want to be able to show them that through everything that I have been through, the thing that was placed on my lap to help me heal the anxiety that I was going through for the from the PTSD, from the lifestyle that I had lived, and my body just not being accustomed and adjusted to just being settled and peaceful. Um, my inflammation. And my body from all of the ripping, the running, the alcohol that I was drinking so that I could do more drugs. I mean, this is the reality that I was living. And I had to find a way to turn it around. And I wanted to do it in a very healthy way. I didn't want to replace one addiction for another. And if I was going to be addicted to something, I was going to be addicted to learning how I could live longer. Learning to what are some of the root issues that cause us long-term issues, and I plucked it out. Um, Scientists are beginning to pluck it out, so I'm out here doing the research and I'm out here doing the work for everybody else. All I ask is that you listen. All I ask is that you share. All I ask is that you say, hey, you know, if you was wondering what was going on with the weed, if you was wondering because this is just something that's going on in the world and you're wondering why, then tune in to Path Infused Confused because I'm here talking about it and sharing it in the most loving, respectful fashion, showing the healing and the medicinal properties of this ancient ancient remedy. So... Thank you so much for joining me again on another show. Remember, go to Apotheca.com to stay abreast to everything that I've got going on. I got the 420 event coming on. I am now that I'm set up with my new uh, computer hub that I got here, I will now be able to easily convert everything, all of the recipes into all the video footage that I already have. So, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time on another episode of Pathika
3: Infused. Gray skies are gonna clear up. Put on a happy face. Brush off the clouds and cheer up. Put on a happy face. Take off the gloomy mask. Of tragedy, it's not your style. You look so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile. Pick out the pleasant outlook, stick out that noble chin, wipe off that full of doubt look, slap on a happy grin, and spread sunshine over oh.